ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Wednesday, April 21st. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can be a part of the program by calling the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. White Claw Heart Seltzer. It is made pure. Coming up today on the program, John Mercer, the Marshall Winners tennis team, is in action. They've got Conference USA tournament action to get ready for. So John Mercer joins us on the program. We will hear from him. We'll get your phone calls in. And, of course, we will start off by telling you what happened just a few short minutes ago. The Pittsburgh Pirates get a pretty good start to the doubleheader today. Adam Frazier extending his hit streak to eight games with a single. That opened up the Pirates' three-run fourth, and the Pirates beat Detroit in the day-night doubleheader three to two. Of course, yesterday we were supposed to have this game. But I got the notice they postponed it because of snow. It's April 21st. We're getting notices of postponement of games because of snow. And then I don't even know what they were trying to do with the Cincinnati game yesterday. They were playing, and it looked like a torrential downpour. I don't even know what they were trying to do there. But more to what we were talking about here, the Pirates, that game's postponed. So they had a seven-gamer or seven-inning gamer here. And then they're going to do that again coming up tonight. Normal airtime. So we'll go on the air about 6.15 with our pregame coverage. So we've got Pirates day-night doubleheader action. Usually if we get an afternoon Pirates game, that means we don't get to join you. But fortunately, we are here with you this afternoon. So looking forward to that. Of course, as I mentioned, we'll get your phone calls in. You can be a part of the program at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. We're getting closer to the NFL draft. That means we're going to be getting more NFL news. And the NFL made an announcement today. The announcement is that it's going to make an announcement on May 12th to release the schedule. A 17-game schedule. Each team will receive just one bye week, even with the expanded schedule. So 17 games, one bye week, and the season's going to begin Thursday night, September 9th, and on January 9th of 2022, Pro Bowl is going to be played on February 6th at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. And Super Bowl is going to be played at SoFi Stadium in L.A. That's going to be on February 13th, 2022. It's a day before Valentine's Day. So, guys, you don't get out of it. You got Valentine's Day you got to get into. Our producer this afternoon, Nick Verzellini, he will be joining us here for... What, we're counting you down now. This is like next to last week here. You're you're here the entire week next week, and then you'll never be here again. You're you're gonna move off into the sunset or something. You're gonna get a job, a real job. Probably not in broadcasting because you want to actually make a living at this at this thing called life. I can't believe it's almost over. Never say never, though, Paul. Okay, anything could happen. I could end up back somehow. Grad school. Yeah, I mean, that's a possibility. Okay, that means you'd be working here for free continually. You think we're going to pay you? <laughs> Come on. You know, you've know worked here long enough now. You know the deal. Free labor? Yeah, we're all about that here. So uh, Nick's with us for another week, and then uh, I'm going to have to start doing this again. 
See, I just sit down. I just come in. I sit down. Nick's already got everything prepared for me. Uh, I mean, I booked today's guest, but that's because it's John Mercer. Uh, John, I got him on speed dial. I was trying to get him on yesterday. That didn't happen. So instead, we had Tim Stevens on. We had Matt Grobe on. Pretty good show there. We're going to try to top that today with John Mercer. He should be happy. The Pirates are his team, so he should be really happy that they won. And he will definitely be excited to talk about that. We might even get him to talk about his tennis squad. They're getting set for the Conference USA Tournament. That's coming up here in a little bit. Golf. Golf ending the season. Marshall women's golf team closing out the season, the spring season today. Final round of the Conference USA Championship. Thundering her finished 10th. So that's not terrible. They could have done better, but that's not terrible. Uh, Stormy Randazzo, top finisher for Marshall. She came in 29th. So she had a good go of it. 29th is not bad at all. She never missed an event in her career. She played in 32 tournaments, all five of the 2021 spring season, had a career-best 69 twice, Conference USA Women's Golfer of the Week once. She was also named to the Conference USA Commissioner's Honor Roll three times, and she's a journalism major, so yeah, we have some, we have some fondness for her over here since she was with us for a short time interning with us. She's possibly going to be a four-for-four student, making it once again. And you also have to say goodbye to Carrie Parks, finished the uh, third round strong with her effort. She just missed one event in her career. She played in 31 to 32 tournaments. So you're losing some senior leadership. You're losing Stormy. You're losing Carrie. And hopefully they will be the catalyst for this team to maybe take the next step. Because you'd like to see the golf teams, both on the men's and women's side, really start to take those next steps. Because you're seeing some success here with some of the other sports. I mean, Marshall Volleyball showing some flashes of maybe being one of the teams to beat consistently in Conference USA. Softball, you know, that team is going to be, once again, the team to beat or one of the teams to beat in Conference USA. So you're always optimistic there. I think what is happening with Marshall women's basketball, you got to give them credit. They are always in the fight. So that's a program that could get itself to a point where, okay, you're going to have to watch out for Marshall at all times. And, of course, women's soccer, we're trying to get them back to a point where they're always a contender. And men's soccer has just set the standard here. Is it fair to say right now the standard setter at Marshall University is men's soccer. Not men's football, not men's basketball, men's soccer. I mean, basketball got into the NCAA tournament a couple years back and won one of those pay-to-play tournaments, and that's great, but Marshall basketball could use maybe a boost, get them back to where they want to be. Marshall football, you got a new football coach bringing in a lot of excitement, a lot of energy. You're hoping that that can translate into conference championships, bowl appearances. Maybe once in a while you're actually in the conversation, legitimately in the conversation for an access bowl bid, a New Year's Six bowl. You're hoping that happens. But right now you got a soccer program that's won back-to-back conference championships. Right now that's the standard. 
that's what you want to see out of all your sports. And so uh, Coach Grassy, Coach of the Year, by the way, in Conference USA, you love what he's doing. But no more pressure on John Mercer coming up for me. I'm just going to hang out with him. We're going to talk to him and see what's happening with the tennis team as John's getting his squad set for the Conference USA Tournament. We'll talk to John when we continue with today's edition of The Drive. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Marshall women's tennis team getting set for the Conference USA Tournament and joining us now on the program esteemed head coach of the Marshall tennis team, John Mercer. John, your um, your Pirates won today, 3-2. to two. How does that make you feel? Great. Good for them. Can, was it snowing there in Detroit? Yesterday. It was snowing yesterday, so they had to postpone <laughs> that game, and they played it today, and they're going to play again tonight. So maybe they can get uh, the day-night doubleheader sweep. That would be awesome for you. Oh, wow. Yeah. Off to a good start. Can't beat that. No. I know you're a big fan of your your Pittsburgh Pirates, your Pittsburgh Penguins, your Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, oh, yeah. Did I miss anything? They don't have an NBA team, so I, I, is there a team that I missed? Uh, no. That's pretty much the three major ones. Okay. So, yeah. So, they're all good with those three. John Mercer with us. So, uh, you're in a good mood. You got the – Got the Pirates win. Now you're on the road as your squad is getting ready for the Conference USA tournament. And how are you feeling going into this one? I know uh, after the uh, Sunday afternoon match with Syracuse, it was a 6-1 loss. Uh, I'm sure it was uh, both an emotional and maybe a disappointing day as well as it was senior day. But at the same time, you still wanted that win. You know, what do you what do you feel? How do you feel when you walk away from that one? Yeah, it was a good match. Uh thought we played some really good doubles, actually. Uh, we won at one double, which was a nice win. Uh, our two doubles team was up 4-3 in a break uh, against the number 35 team in the country. So they were playing pretty well, too. And uh, three doubles was tight also. So uh, we definitely had our chances. Uh, so it felt pretty good about that, about performing at that level. Uh, the singles, you know, just felt like, uh, you know, they were pretty good. Uh, you know, most of the matches, uh, they won fairly handily, but, you know, we were able to pull out one match, uh, which was good. Uh, Liz Stefancic had a nice win, uh, over a very good player. And, uh, uh, Danny at two, uh, lost in the third set tiebreaker. So, uh, you know, like most teams, Tennessee, I mean, you got some people, you know, going in a good direction and some people that are struggling a little bit. So, uh, work on some things since then and uh, hopefully you can get those people that were struggling a little bit, you know, get them going back in the right direction again. So that's what we're looking forward to tomorrow. How do you turn it around so quickly? I know you get a chance to, to break it down and talk to them individually, find out, you know, what's going on with them, how do they feel after a match like this. Uh, I know you try to course correct as fast as you can, but you know, how – how fast can you get things fixed or at least adjusted to get ready? Because we're at the point now we're in conference tournament time and you don't get it tomorrow unless you win. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, you basically talk to them. You basically, uh, you know, kind of find out where they are, kind of go over, you know, what was happening in the matches. I felt like we were making a lot of, uh, you know, unforced errors wide in the court. Uh, And, you know, that wasn't really how we, 
played for the first three quarters of the year. So felt like we were just pressing, you know, just trying to be too perfect. Uh, so, you know, it's just kind of trying to get them back into the mindset of, you know, let's, you know, be patient, be willing to build your points. Uh, you know, the team that we play tomorrow is not as good as the team we just played. You know, sometimes you play teams that are good and, you know, they're going to force you out of your comfort zone. And, uh, you know, you, you try not to let that happen, but instinctually that does start to happen and you start pressing and, you know, one thing leads to another and then, you know, all of a sudden you're struggling. So, you know, hopefully you just kind of make them aware of that. Uh, you know, give them, you know, hopefully we can go in tomorrow, play some, you know, longer points, be willing to build some points more and, you know, just kind of get back into that mindset of uh, being patient and being willing to work hard for your points. And, uh, you know, hopefully that will come back. Is that deliberate on your part to play a team like Syracuse right before the tournament, knowing that Syracuse is probably going to be the best team you face or at least better than what you might see at conference? You know, that's deliberate on your part, trying to maybe put them in uncomfortable positions and hope that they can get through it? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, you hit it. <laughs> I mean, I was excited when uh, they decided they would come down and play us. I mean, I thought it was a good opportunity to, you know, play them. And, you know, not only, you know, we could maybe possibly get a, a really good quality win, but also it's going to be good quality matches. And, you know, players have a tendency to play to the level of their opponent. And, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, like I said, you know, it, it kind of makes you aware of maybe things that, you're not doing as well as you did at uh, different points of the year when, you know, people were playing well and uh, what you need to work on. And it's kind of a good time to reset. So, you know, losses, I mean, you know, nobody likes to lose. uh, But on the other hand, you know, it can be kind of a good reset point. You know, when you, when you lose, you, you know, you really find out what, you know, what you're made of and how you're performing and how you're playing and what you really need to work on. You know, you go win a match. You you know, that when you win, you don't ever really, you can't say that you're reaching your limit. And when you lose, you know you've reached your limit. And uh, so it's, it's kind of a uh, – you can use it as a positive to, you know, build off of and get better. And that that was the idea. So hopefully it pays off for us tomorrow. John Mercer joins me. He's the head coach of the Marshall women's tennis team. They're getting set for the Conference USA Championship. Denton, Texas. Yep. Yep. That's that's not a that's not a short trip. We're here. Yeah, it's not a short trip at all, is it? No, no. Uh, you were trying to get a hold of me yesterday. And yep. We couldn't make it happen because we seemed like we were traveling for most of the day. So, uh, yeah, but we're here, and uh, so we've got a couple good hits in, and uh, you know, getting used to the conditions and you know the weather. Of course, when we left Huntington, I mean, I know it's kind of crazy right now, but. You know, it was a lot nicer, a lot warmer there than it was when we got down here. So, uh, but you know, it'll be okay tomorrow. Uh, it'll be fine, and uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll be ready to go. How much does that travel factor into you getting ready for this thing? Uh, Denton, Texas, isn't like going to Murfreesboro. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's always nice if you can stay close to home. Uh, but you know, you just you know, we've all as kind of players and coaches and stuff, we've all traveled a lot over the years and you're kind of used to, you know, Hey, you know, got to get to the airport, get on a plane, fly, you know, get the rental car. Actually it went pretty smooth. So, uh, you know, uh, it's the ways, but, uh, you know, at the same time we're used to it and, uh, uh it's just part of the game and really, you know, everybody here except, uh, North Texas is all having traveled too. So, 
that's the way it goes. And you have to have to perform either way. Speaking of performing, um, what are your feelings going into this? Uh, talk to me a little bit about your team and its matchup with uh, your opponent. Yeah, uh, you know, we've always kind of done really well in the doubles. You know, kind of you know, hearing about Western Kentucky, they've actually had a pretty good year with their doubles lineup too. So, you know, that'll go a long way. Uh, you know, on paper, we're probably a little stronger. So, you know, hopefully that'll come to come work for us. But, uh, you know, it, it, it really just comes down to, you know, dealing with, uh, you know, the nerves. And, you know, now you're playing a conference tournament and, uh, you know, playing for a championship. And, you know, it's a one-and-done thing. And so it's different than the regular season. It's kind of a whole whole new season, kind of a restart. And, uh, you know, I think we match up well against them. So, uh, you know, I think it's just us, you know, being in a good mindset and being really ready to compete. And uh, sometimes when you're the favorite, you know, which, you know, we are, we're the 16, and they're the 11th seed, so obviously we're the favorite. But sometimes when you're a favorite, you know, you got to make sure that you're willing to work to, to get the result you want. You know, they're just not going to hand it to you. So, uh, you know, we need to really be mentally ready to go. How do you scalp this? You really don't have much of a a language to speak because you haven't, you don't, this is, this is every year, but you don't face them. It's not like you're playing them in conference and then you go to the tournament and you face them again. So what have you been seeing when you try to prepare and get your squad ready for these players? Yeah, that's a problem because we don't play that regular season uh, schedule. So yeah, we have, we haven't seen them play. Uh, you know, a couple of years ago we played a tournament in the fall. We played a couple of their players. Uh, but they're, you know, really a different team now than they were a couple uh, falls ago. So, uh, you know, so you really kind of got to go in with the mindset of, you know, this is what I do. This is how I play. Uh, you know, the old John Wooden philosophy. Uh, we're going to make you adjust to what we're doing. And, you know, uh, you know, at the same time, you know, we'll do that, see how it's going. And, you know, if we need to make some adjustments on the fly, you know, during matches, we'll do that. But, uh, you know, it, it's more of a mindset of just, you know, preparing yourself and preparing, you know, yourself to play well and, you know, think about the patterns you want to play. And like I was saying, you know, cutting down on errors, missing balls wide and stuff like that. And then uh, we'll kind of see uh, see what they bring bring to the game. John Mercer's with me, head coach of the Marshall women's tennis team. His squad getting set for the Conference USA Tournament. Now, you've been the type of coach, and I'm pretty sure this translates to your players as well. You're sort of like Chris Grassy, or better yet, Chris Grassy's like you, John. You'll play anybody, anywhere, anytime. Uh, how's that help you? How's that help you? Just that we'll face you. We don't care if it's on dirt in the backyard of my house. We'll play you. You know, how's that translated to your team, and how's that going to help you? Yeah, I think, you know, I mean, it's kind of you don't want your players to have a fear of playing, uh, you know, putting themselves on the line or putting themselves in a situation, you know, not to be successful. Uh, you know, that's probably, you know, one of the, the toughest things to overcome uh, is sometimes, you know, nobody wants to be embarrassed and, uh, you know, people, you know, they don't, it, it, it's, it's for a lot of people to learn, you know, response to, you know, be willing to put yourself out there and fail. Uh, nobody wants to fail. Uh, 
but at the same time, you can learn a lot and grow a lot. And so, you know, it really becomes a mindset of, uh, hey, I'm willing to put myself there and give myself that opportunity. Hey, I might pick up a great win, but I might also lose, <laughs> uh, which, you know, everyone being competitors, they don't want to do. But I also understand that if I lose, hey, I got to give myself credit that I was willing to put myself in that situation. Uh, and that's a positive. And so, you know, I've always approached it from that standpoint, you know, as I'm sure Chris has, is that, you know, let's, let's put ourselves out there. Let's expose ourselves. Let's expose our players and, and let them learn and grow that, you know, uh, not being successful isn't always the worst thing in the world. Uh, you know, you can get better from it and, uh, it can make you better. And, you know, make you a better player, make you a better person. And, uh, you know, it's really the, I think it's just a great attitude and, and way to go after things. John Mercer, our guest on the program, the Thundering Herd, taking on Western Kentucky Conference USA Tournament. So what, for those who maybe aren't as familiar with things, this is your yearly opportunity mm-hmm. to reset mm-hmm. how the tournament works how do teams qualify for the NCAA? How do individuals qualify for the NCAA? How does it all work? Sure. Okay. So, uh, you know, just like basketball, uh, I use that comparison a lot, but all the conferences all have automatic bids. Uh, our conference in particular, you know, all 14 schools, uh, all schools uh, uh, sponsor women's tennis. So, Basically, you know, we have a draw just like the basketball tournament. We just have one big draw. Uh, the first and second seeds in the tournament get buys. Uh, because we don't have a regular season, what happens is that uh, there's an ITA, uh, Intercollegiate Tennis Association, does a ranking, does a ranking system. Uh, they just go down, the conference office just goes down the, the rankings uh, from one to 331, I think it is. <laughs> 331 Division One women's tennis teams. So uh, they just go straight down that list, and that ends up being your seed. So, uh, you know, one and two have buys into the quarters, and then uh, the other 12 teams, uh, you know, three starts playing team 14, four is playing 13, five is playing uh, 12, you know, six is playing 11. That's us. So, you know, ours is a 6-11 matchup with uh, the winner will face the three seed uh, uh, most likely uh florida nationals is uh three seed they'll play utep uh, i think he's the 14 seed they'll play first round and then uh you know we'll play the winner of that so uh that's how it works the winning team gets an automatic bid uh then just like uh, you know again like basketball well i guess basketball 68 we have a 64 team tournament and the ncoa really uh in past years although they're not doing it this year but they feel like our ranking system is quality enough, which is interesting because uh, you think they might use it in some of the other sports, given uh, that they use it in our sports. But the way it's structured and set up with point values and so on, that uh, they basically just go straight down the rankings to pick the next uh, 33 teams into the 64 draw. So usually that cutoff comes somewhere in the mid 40s, maybe 46, 47, uh, that you need to be in the rankings. Uh, in the final ranking of the year to get in, uh, at large bid into the NCAA tournament. So they play the tournament, uh, 16 sites, uh, play that down. Uh, actually, you know, 
Uh, actually, I think they're going to eight. They're supposed to switch it up this year, but I think they postponed it. Uh, but they play that down, and then they have the final eight at, at a final site. So um, that's how they that's how it plays out. And so you're you know constantly trying to get the higher seed in the in the tournament, you know, in the conference tournament. And if not, you're hoping that you're probably a top 50 team uh, going into the tournament. And that's where we uh, you know that's what we're always striving for is to be in that top 50. John Mercer on the road in Texas taking on the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers to advance in the Conference USA Tournament. Any ex- extra buzz on this one? Does the tennis team have that WKU rivalry the way that some of the other teams have it? <laughs> uh, no, not really. You know, I think because of the regular season thing, you know, not meeting up in the regular season, so you're not constantly playing them every time. Yeah. Uh, Although I will say that the last time we were down here playing a conference tournament, we were upset by them. We were a higher speed and lost. So, uh, you know, hopefully uh, they can exact a little revenge for that and uh, come back. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it, because of the regular season thing, I mean, it's just, you know, you play some teams and you might not play them for four or five years. Uh, you know, we play some teams, you know, like Charlotte, we started playing. Uh, you know, Old Dominion was played in the past. You know where we've played, you know, a bunch of home, home and homes, and so on. And, uh, so it just, it just kind of varies. Uh, but you know, you get to the conference tournament, and every, every, you know, everybody certainly understands the conference tournament, and um, you know, everybody wants to, nobody wants to stop playing, nobody wants to see them end. So, um, you know, everyone's here to compete. See, that's the problem. You know, I'm not going to get the oh yeah, we're going to crush them. I'm not going to get that from you. I need that for you. Why you play the game? I need that for you. I need you to. I need you to come back with the response. Oh yeah, we're yeah we're gonna crush them. I don't own anything in red. That's how much we don't like those people. Yeah, I, that's what I need to hear out of you, John. Can you can you do that for me? Yeah. Can you get that? I don't think so. I mean, that's why didn't a football coach say that one time? I'm just so. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying. Probably that, show up and play the game, right? Hey, look, yeah, so um, we got to show up and play well tomorrow. I mean, you know, they're going to be ready to play, and you know, like I said, you know, being a lower seed, and you know, same thing that happened to us last time, you know, down here. I mean, it's not. I don't think we weren't ready to play. They just played really well, and we just didn't execute like we normally do. And uh, we got to make sure we execute tomorrow. If we execute, we'll be fine. Um, you know, if we let them in the match and 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 turn it into turn it into a match, uh, like we did a couple weekends ago, uh, you know, it'll be it'll be a battle and it'll come down to a couple points. Uh, you know, which you keep hearing when I talk to you. You know, one point here, one point there. You play for three hours. It's literally coming down to one point here, one point there. Just like a basketball game, somebody making a free throw at the end and somebody getting a three pointer to win the game. And same thing happens in our in our world. So. Uh, you know, hopefully we can kind of play really well and, you know, get build a big lead early and just go from there. Good luck. Um, hopefully we're talking to you in a few days about a Conference Thanks. USA championship. That'd be great. That would be fun, wouldn't it? It's been a, yeah. it's, it's yeah. been a while since you, you've been in a tournament atmosphere like this. So, uh, yeah, what's yeah. it going to be like? Yeah. Um, I know with the, with COVID, everything shook up a little bit. So is this going to be anything close to what it, it usually is? What's this going to be like? Uh, I think, you know, it's great that the conference, you know, let all 14 teams come, uh, you know, that I think was, you know, says a lot about the conference. I think that was a great thing that they did. 
Uh, I am not sure. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, we've had a few parents travel here, uh, you know, come and watch, but, you know, I can't speak for the other teams and I have no idea, you know, where North Texas is with having, you know, boosters and so on, you know, getting attendance. I mean, when we've been here before, it's been pretty good. Uh, you know, they've had pretty good attendance and, you know, people coming out and watching, but, you know, this year things seem like they're all over the place. I mean, we go to places, you know, the couple of trips we did make, you know, there was always pretty good attendance and, you know, it was way off. And then some places we would go and, you know, it just seemed kind of like normal, uh, you know, there'd be good crowds. So I have no idea what to expect. <laughs> uh, facility looks good. I think they're ready to go. You know, it's nice for them to host us. And, uh, you know, like I said, you know, nice conference USA in North Texas, you know, for them to bring all 14 teams in. Cause I think that means a lot to the athletes. I think it's great. You know, like I said, nobody likes to lose in the conference tournament, but at the same time, I think it's great, you know, when, when everybody actually gets to go to their conference tournament and, uh, you know, gets the opportunity to, to, to compete uh, for a last time. So I think that says a lot. Good luck. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. And oh, thank you. Let's. Um, yeah, thanks. Hopefully, your... uh, yeah, hopefully the next day against Florida International, hopefully. Huh? Yeah. So we'll see. I'll tell you what, you win the conference championship, do. I'll let you come in studio. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, um, no phone. I mean, you can just come in studio. I'll let you do that. <laughs> uh, that's allowed now, huh? Oh, well, I'll allow it. I mean, you're, you're vaccinated, right? You're, you can come in. I'm ready to go. Okay. Okay, uh, I'm vaccinated. I'm you're vaccinated. So you, I'll well, allow that, John, for we're you. Good. We're good. We're good. Okay. So, uh, so, well, thanks. I yeah, mean, you know what? Besides, we, we we would be six feet apart anyway, so it'd be, it'd be good. Oh, that's true. We'll make that's it happen. True. But you have to win the conference Sounds championship. Good. All right, we'll work. We'll work hard. Okay. So we'll fight hard. John, we can do. Be uh, be safe. Be safe in Texas, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, thanks, Paul. Go hard. John Mercer, head coach of the Marshall tennis team. Quick timeout, and we will wrap it up here on ESPN ninety four point one and AM nine thirty. You're listening to the Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN ninety four point one FM and AM nine thirty. We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Paul Swan, your host. Our phone lines this hour brought to you by White Claw. White Claw Heart Seltzer is made pure. Tomorrow, our Thursday edition, we hopefully will uh, have a little better understanding what's going on with the Marshall tennis team as um, they're going to begin Conference USA tournament play. So we're hoping that they're going to advance and you know, coming up on Friday, uh, just give you a sneak peek of Friday, we're going to talk Marshall football. Uh, so uh, we're going to have a media availability coming up on Friday. So I'm looking forward to that. Nick, Nick, we actually get to talk to players on Friday for the first time since Coach Huff has been here. We haven't had a chance to really talk to them, so I'm excited about that. Uh, I'll keep it under wraps who, uh, who we've been offered. So let's just say I'm excited. Friday we're going to have some actual player interviews on the show. We haven't had that in a long time. I think that's going to do it for this edition. want to thank our producer, He's going to be leaving us next week. It's going to be a very sad time. Nick Verzellini will be leaving us. But until then, he's uh, doing a fantastic job, so we appreciate him. And that's going to do it for this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.
WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.